fight! Welcome once again to a new episode of New Game Plus. We are a retro gaming podcast where three guys spend seven days playing one old game, and then we talk about it. My name's Dustin. My name's Kenny. And I'm Nolan. And this is episode 29, Lion King. And so a defining question to start this glorious podcast, and this is a very, very important question. What is your favorite classic Disney movie so this could be pinocchio snow white aladdin i mean it could be any of those kind of classic disney animated films that's a really hard question yeah but one that you've thought of i'm gonna say that at least like as as a kid that my favorite was aladdin okay did something change as you grew up oh i became less decisive Ah, that's the only difference, yeah. I mean, you've had this conversation before, right? I feel like this is a typical... I've had it many times, but I suck at answering it. I, it's not like I super love Disney movies. I just can't think of them. I I also really like Sword in the Stone. That's Disney? Yeah, pretty sure. Like old school Disney. I think it might be. Um, I think my favorite was The Jungle Book. Oh, that's a great answer. And you know they're releasing know. live action. I'm super pumped. Yeah, recently heard that. Uh, I I liked the old live action. Oh, they did a good job with it for sure. But I'm pumped for a remake. I watched this one too. Yeah. What about you, Dustin? My favorite classic Disney movie, and this is not just coincidence. This is this is absolutely true. I've always answered it this way. My favorite classic Disney movie has always Mulan. been and will always be. <laughs> Lion King. What? Why? I I think it's a masterpiece. I I really do. I, no, I think it it's is. got a gripping. I think it's got a gripping story. It's got a ridiculous soundtrack, by the way. Uh, beautifully illustrated. It really is such a good movie. It's like, their pinnacle of like around that. I think still though, it's probably their greatest achievement. Even though it's not my favorite, but that like sure. pre Pixar era before like animation yeah. and how it works sort of changes it was definitely the classic i was right. talking to somebody the other day about like disney movies and they said that they didn't actually really kind of like lion king and so <laughs> i haven't talked to that person so. yeah <laughs> absolutely that's wise of you well but yeah. I, I think were we counting pixar is that disney no it is disney but i would that's not classic okay. anymore because my answer is definitely changing if if it is but no no what, i think bugs that's life? a different era for sure <laughs> bugs life no toy story toy story yeah yeah toy story is incredible but that i would say that's no longer classic disney okay well now that uh now that we've all announced our favorite disney movies and mine happens to be lion king and we played that game this week let's take that coincidence and let's talk about the video game lion king Overview. So, Lion King is based on the Disney movie Lion King. What? What? Yeah, it is. I didn't catch that this whole time. I know. It's, uh, well, there you have it. It's true. Um, It came out in 1994 for the Super Nintendo and for the Sega Genesis. And um, it's been ported a couple times. There's one on Game Boy. There's even one on the Ninten- the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, but I believe that was only in Europe. But had a couple of other ports. The two main big ones were the SNES and the, the Genesis, which is the case was, for a lot of games. Was this an after-the-fact release or a like concurrent release? Or how did that work with the timing? 
I believe that this one was after the movie, which is different. And we're going to have to make a lot of comparisons this episode to our previous game because we played two movie games back to back. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. And so last week we played Home Alone 2, which was released before the movie. But can you imagine if that was true for the Lion King video game? Um, yeah, they were <laughs> smart to wait on this one. Um, it, yeah, so it came out after the movie, uh, luckily, because you, you're going to get some spoilers if not. Uh, well, yeah, the entire <laughs> movie. Pretty big spoilers, yeah. <laughs> uh, so after the movie in 1994, again, and it's a platformer. Uh, loosely follows the events of the movie. You know, you don't you don't get the entire story, obviously, because it's you know it's a little snippet, and also it's an older game, so they couldn't fit everything. Um, sure. So it follows the story loosely, and then you make your way through you know recognizable levels, and you know from the movie, you're just platforming through trees with animals, and you go through a couple of like really big scenes from the movie, like big points from the movie they have levels in the game so it's a platformer uh and it was developed by westwood entertainment and published by virgin so a uh, big name uh company was backing up this game and i didn't realize that virgin published it but yeah it was really successful and i guess they had good um like marketing for it but also uh lion king was a huge deal um, when it came out. So this game was also a huge deal. And that's Lion King. They they totally did it right in the, like, letting your movie speak for itself and then, like, letting your game supplement that instead of trying to, like, hype a movie by, like, also releasing a game beforehand or at the same time. Like, you can feel the difference for sure. One of the cool, cool, cool things about this video game is that like it had the f- full support of Disney, the the creator. I mean, obviously, not Disney himself. Disney, the company, the creator. Right. Because, um, and, and Home Alone too. I I don't know if that was the case. At least it didn't feel that way. But in this, the sprites and the backgrounds were drawn by Disney animators yep. themselves. Mm-hmm. So like, they had a hand in the actual development of the game. That's which super is, cool. That never happens. And not surprising when you look at it, because. Visually, it feels like Lion King, and visually, it's just really pretty. And one of our complaints about Home Alone 2 is that it didn't have, you know, some of the main themes and some of the songs. Well, in Lion King, the music was adapted directly from the movie's songs. So um, you get some of that same... Uh, um, emotion that comes from the movie especially if you've seen the movie so like when when the video game plays the song this land i just weep i mean not really but i like <laughs> the, it, it's it's emotionally moving i mean when when be prepared the song comes on and it terrified me as a kid it still causes me a little anxiety nowadays when i'm playing the lion king video game so like those same songs that ha- that so many people have so much at- uh, attachment to from the movie um, translates so perfectly to this video game see i felt like though the like knowing all of those songs definitely added atmosphere and immediately put me like in location and emotionally hooked me um i felt like i struggled with it a little bit because you know i know that music so well and it's big and epic that like simplifying it down to a like 8 or 16 bit midi style version of that song and then obviously just 
playing it on repeat a million times because that's how platforming works. Um, I actually had moments where I was kind of struggling with it. Like, this is actually hurting my view of the actual songs as opposed to, like, adding to the enjoyment because it was the songs. Still an overall great choice, but... I feel like they were so close, though, to the original. Like, I didn't notice the 16-bitness of it. They were accurate, and it was certain songs that I had a harder time with than others. Some of them I was, like, perfectly immersed, but one or two of them, and again, part of it was just the repetition of it, Um, but a few of them I just felt like it kind of bothered me. And this may be a me personally thing. It's definitely not a, like, they did it poorly thing, you know? It was just a how I reacted to it issue. Gameplay. So the Lion King has 10 stages, everything from the Pride Lands and the Elephant Graveyard, which are iconic movie settings, to a whole stage set around the uh, Hakuna Matata. And and then you've got, obviously, the great conclusion at Pride Rock. And just like the movie, this video game about halfway through switches from young Simba, young cub, to adult Simba. Yeah, so good. I absolutely love how that changes the gameplay because Mm you, um, as young Simba, you have a little cat's, you know, meow as your roar and uh you can roll forward as your attack and pounce on things that's 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 about it but as adult simba you can roar a real lion's roar and you can paw swipe, swipe a paw swipe and then attack. like a crouched one a crouch paw swipe oh you can well when you pounce on people at this point in the game um it pins them down mm-hmm. and then you you can swipe at them like they're that's exceptionally cool that it changes like that. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Like the attention to detail is ridiculous because also when, so in the game, when you're jumping around to platforms, you can grab the side of it and then Simba will pull his way up. And then when you grow up, you that same mechanic is there, but you he struggles more because you know he's heavier. So like they actually made that animation look like he's yes. struggling more. And it's just crazy that they paid that much attention to detail and give you new mechanics like you you said it wrong though dustin you should have said that that mechanic is cool there are two meters oh, that uh no. that are used you guys didn't get like yes i get okay. it that that is jonathan taylor thomas as young simba in the video game the lion king saying cool every all time the that time he collects a bug uh-huh. a bug is that what it is yeah. all right so there are there are two meters that um one represents your health and one represents your roar. Very simple. And uh, there are bugs that are scattered throughout the stage that you can collect and they can either restore Simba's health and restore Simba's roar meter. Uh, but you can also collect certain bugs that lengthen these meters. So give you a, a greater roar or allow you to roar twice or um, just give you more health so you don't die as easily because like most of these older games, this is a more difficult game where you are sure to die. Yeah. And luckily, they give you checkpoints, though. Yes, which helps yeah. a ton. Yeah. But not like today. Today, you can save pretty much at any time in video games, and you've hmm. got multiple checkpoints. You're going to get one checkpoint each level, and it's going to be either halfway or a little past halfway. Right. Um, they are kind, and they do provide it b- right before like very strenuous 
parts along with I noticed specifically on the second stage um, one section you're prone to fell and fall in the water uh, but they have a, a um, one of those save spots or not save spots but whatever that's called um, and then right before you make that leap which inevitably misses and plunges you deep into the water you they've got a one up there as well so they kind of work with you and allow you to have some grace you know here and there yeah sure absolutely there's some games that are hard and feel punishing and then there's some games that are just like difficult but it feels natural and rewarding and this fell into the latter category for me for sure did uh, i'm sure you guys played at least one time right some of the bonus levels yeah. Uh yeah, the one that's uh like after the second or third stage with the bugs. Yeah. Yeah, so the the bonus levels um can be after each and every stage. It, it's oh, okay. based on finding a hidden bug in the stage. Gotcha. Yeah, I consistently got it after the first level cuz that's probably the easiest one to find all the hidden stuff. Right. But less right, so right. later in the game. Yeah, so you've got two bonus stages, and I, I don't know how it decides which one you do, but um, you've got a t- Timon bonus stage and you've got a Pumbaa bonus <laughs> stage. So for Timon, um, you hunt for bugs and you avoid spiders. Simple as that, and you've got a time limit. And uh, for Pumbaa, you collect falling bugs, and I, I found out uh, late into my playthrough that you can actually belch, which freezes the bugs for just a little bit so you can collect them. <laughs> oh, that would have made uh, things so much easier. Yeah. Like so many times I did the Pumba mini game and it was like collected one bug. <laughs> collected right, right. three bugs. Like I was really bad right. at that game. It was hard. It's a nice touch though. Yeah, it's a nice touch and it's a it's a great way for them to not make this game too punishing to where you want to where where oh, you do quit. I mean, you might want to quit, but in those bonus stages, you can very easily collect one ups and um and uh res- restarts uh after your after your life is completely depleted and your um and your one ups are completely depleted, then you can kind of restart with some of those, and so you can collect a lot of those. Well, in the bonus and stages. a really really good way of putting Timon and Pumbaa in the game because like they don't fit in the story narrative. It would have worked difficult. You couldn't have like right. swapped and played them. And so them being a bonus and yet still getting time like is so accurate to the you know to the movie and their yeah, importance. Yeah, I, I thought we you would see them when you go to like that stage you know that has the music right. Hakuna Matata. The, yeah, yeah. Um, and you, you don't see them. So yeah, it was nice that they at least you know threw them in there somehow and in a fun way. Like uh, you know it, it fit in the game. It wasn't like an annoying uh, mini game or something that's tedious, but it was you know it had purpose. I also really like that this game is different in the sense of like where you're going in the stage. So as a platformer, you're typically going from left to right. And that's just, that's just a a, a underlying rule. Like if you play video games, like that's just what you do. You go to the right. But in some cases in this game, uh, you have to like backtrack or go left is the end of one of the stages to go like to the right a little bit and then left and I thought that was cool that it wasn't just, you know, completely linear, but you had to like figure out, you know, Absolutely. how to get how to get to the next area. And in some cases, it's like having monkeys throw you and getting the right pattern and stuff like that. So that was really cool having to go back in the stage or not have to always go right. I thought that added like an extra layer of difficulty. It, it made it really unique as well. Just like every level felt different, you know, because yeah. you were... 
you were interacting with the world in different ways. It all felt yeah, it wasn't just similar. It felt familiar, you know, and like you're you're clearly platforming, but like sometimes you're breaking vines and having to move boulders to progress. Sometimes you're mm-hmm. oh you know goodness. solving monkey puzzles. Sometimes you know what I mean. And so every every level felt unique and and accurate to like what that level was trying to be and what that that part of the movie was. And yeah. they did a really good job of fitting the mechanics of the levels into the you know the the feel of the story yeah and again the attention to detail is so awesome oh, like crazy the, and good. the the um elephant elephant graveyard stage the bones that you walk on like the spines they will like collapse you know they'll shake and collapse and fall and like that's the only stage that does you know something like that and so it's it definitely doesn't feel like just a reskin of an environment on each stage but you have to yeah actually interact with it and, and figure it out it's awesome hey so we're, we're talking about all these stages what what was your favorite stage hmm i'll just start with mine while y'all think about it because uh, the second stage is my favorite i think it's the most difficult stage <laughs> like as a kid i remember playing it and getting stuck multiple times getting frustrated quitting and coming back to it at a later time i think this is a notoriously difficult stage especially for the second one i've read by multiple people that it was created by satan himself but um <laughs> it's it's the can't wait to be king stage mm-hmm. so that song is playing in the background which is one of my favorites um and it's got so many different elements to it uh Riding and those animals. <laughs> yeah, so you ride ride an ostrich and you have to jump, duck, and double jump at certain times mm-hmm. to get through those sections. And then you've got the elephant tail swings, you know. Um, and then you've got the monkey swings, which um, yeah, there ridiculous. are certain colored monkeys that you have to uh, roar at and they, sw- they change their positions. And um, so it's kind of a puzzle to try to get them to swing you the right direction and the right way. Um, and, and so it, it's very difficult and there's a lot to the stage but for me it was so much fun yeah that that took me way too long the the little monkey section where it's hard yeah it is hard (laughs) i stayed on that a long time uh i think my favorite was the uh, elephant graveyard just because it looks so good um so good yeah the design is perfectly and uh just the music and the enemies and like the way you interact with the bones and everything it's so good that's my favorite stage. I hate those vultures. Oh gosh, they're so annoying. They swing yeah. in the most awkward pattern, and it's hard to I know. dodge. I feel like those like swoopy down creatures in any games that have them yeah, are awkward. always give me fits. Kenny, what's yours? I I hate to not be original, but I've got to say that second stage was my favorite as well. Um, like when when I think about the like scene in the movie and him like putting all these animals together and like climbing that tower and, right. and the, you know, the, the vibe of it and the singing and the, uh, the lightheartedness of it. Like they didn't just nail the level cause they did on it being, you know, puzzles and difficulty. They nailed like the, the tone of that perfectly. Yeah. Uh, you know? And so, um, that one for, for that reason was my favorite. Like it just, it did the movie justice, you know? Yeah. And and that's not and not to mention that's as far as you got in the game. It's <laughs> <laughs> not true. This game wasn't like it was difficult, but it wasn't like impossible by any means. Yeah, so I, I played actually I played the game through with save states, um, as as I normally do. But then I went back through because I wanted to try to figure out how hard the game actually was without save states, and so. 
yeah, so I, I played through a second time uh, without the use of save states, and it was much more difficult. It's not impossible, like I said, with the one-ups and the bonus stages, but it is infuriating at times, <laughs> um, but it's also completely rewarding when you get to the end and you, you know, you conquer yeah. the ultimate enemy, throwing him off Pride Rock. Some of those jumps are like they take some skill and you have I had to sit there for a, a while to be able to like make a certain jump and I haven't yeah. had to do that in a long time with a game you know and it took me back right. like to that frustration but also that just how fun that is to you know eventually get it I can't tell you how many times I fell straight into the lava oh that stage is stressful yeah it is now before we talk about how it's aged I've I've got to ask did did both of you beat the game, or how far did you get into the game? Yeah, I was able to get all the way through it, though, again, had to, like, only with save states. I didn't beat it, like, as a purist. I always sort of play that through initially, uh, right. but then I cheated like a cheater, <laughs> and it was fine. I know, you hate yourself when you do that. I do. <laughs> uh, I did the exact same thing. I had to use save states. And I I'm typically do that for these just so we can I can get through it so I can talk about it better. But uh, yeah, I got to Pride Rock and threw that idiot off and beat it. Let's talk about how this game is aged. Aged. All right. Can I just start by saying it aged so well because the graphics <laughs> are insane. 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 Like the best thing I've seen in a long time. They're still so good. I played the Genesis one, and I'm. Sh- oh no! Did you really? Yeah, but so far, <laughs> but so far, I th- I haven't heard any differences. I th- I feel like they're. This is one of the few that are the same uh, version, at yeah. least for the I most part. I think there are are slight graphical differences, um, okay. and, and maybe slight sound differences, but the the game is the exact same. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember saying "cool" every time I got a bug. It might have. I just that didn't click in my mind. So maybe. That wasn't it, but the graphics are so good and and look so much like the cartoon. It's it's kind of ridiculous how it still looks amazing. And the another reason why this hasn't aged that much is because of the soundtrack. It's like the original soundtrack, not the whole game, but the ones that they add, the, the very recognizable ones were so good and... It's like the best movie adaptation game ever. It is really well done. I wonder, and I may go back and listen just because I'm curious. I do wonder if the Genesis being slightly more capable on the graphics and I would assume audio front because of mm-hmm. that. I wonder if it was slightly less like midi down versions of, of the songs just because you were like, you're, you're crazy. And maybe I am, but. No, that's possible. Um. I, I, I need like to the go Genesis, look at it. it really always does like just a cleaner, prettier, snazzier version of the same thing when there's ports. It just does. Yeah, I want I want to try to be well rounded because uh, I, I'm jaded when it comes to this game, and so I'll, I want to try to be honest. And, and I think it has <laughs> aged some in that, like the controls aren't as precise as nowadays, and. Um, I mean, the you're, difficulty level, like a lot of these earlier games, is, is spiked. But you're just but graphically, 
musically something and, the, and the raw gaming experience they haven't aged negatively at all i mean just a spectacularly created and aged game yeah it's pretty good De- definitely because because it's not an easy game not like impossibly hard again but uh there's there's some frustration there and uh, i had a couple moments where i couldn't tell if i was dealing with like input lag because of playing the game emulated or uh, whether that was just the game but I struggled with that a couple of times like feeling like I totally made that jump and didn't you know Um, and that's always frustrating but yes overall as a like video game work of art it it nailed what it was trying to be it was creative it was well done Um, you know challenging and they uh, they did a really good job on it. If anything, I feel like it improved over time because, like, okay, so at the time I played the game, I was a kid and, you know, may, may not have noticed, wow, this game looks a lot like the cartoon. That's impressive. The, I probably just like played it for what it detail. was. Yeah. Yeah, but now that I go back and play it, I'm so impressed that they were able to achieve that back then to make it seem so much like the cartoon. Even if you don't notice that overtly, though, like, that gets noticed just with how popular a game is. You know, like, lots yeah. of people played this game, and it's it's just because it was a good game and a popular franchise, whatever, but Home Alone was a popular movie, you know, and we saw how that <laughs> game turned out. Right. The final shell shock. Guys, would you give this game your new game plus status? Would you encourage those listening to go back and play Lion King the video game? I don't I don't love giving these out for free, but I'm not giving it out for free. I, I'm this is definitely one that I'm gonna that I'm gonna say. And I'm sure our viewers could have guessed that from the way we hyped it up last week. And so that's the reason I don't wanna just like yes, go play it. It it's totally worth it. Like even if you like didn't have a connection to the movie it's a good game and it looks so good and it's it's definitely worth picking up and playing i have it i still have my copy and i'm very um honored to have the actual copy of the sega version even though i don't have my sega anymore um yes <laughs> this gets my new game self approval see Kenny, I, I be careful and don't do, say anything stupid. oh no i won't i almost <laughs> suffer from yeah. the, i almost suffer from the opposite problem like because in my mind this game was so iconic and we did hype it and I was looking forward to it so hard, there were some moments that we were playing through it, mostly when I jumped off a draft's head and fell into the water like 42 times in a row, <laughs> that I was like, nuh-uh, it's not going to get it. It but just isn't. But yeah, but but like in in looking at this game as a, as a, as a whole and going back and really considering it and what went into it and the level design and and everything about it um it it totally gets my my new game plus seal of approval like it gets it more hesitantly than it should but those are all me issues i think um because it's a good game i think for me you know my answer there are many movies that should never be made into video games but (laughs) they are uh this is not one of them I, i think it works and it works in every single way nothing seems forced like it 
each of the stages makes sense in light of the actual story. Like they're not stretching or reaching for anything. They don't no. have to create anything so that there is a video game. They, it, it just naturally flows and it, it really feels that way. Right. It's awesome. I forgot to mention earlier, but the voice acting is awesome. Why was the voice yeah. acting so good in this old, old game where the audio shouldn't be that good? I, I don't know it, and I couldn't even tell. And I don't even know if y'all know. Is the are are the voices the actual voices from the movie? I, think I they don't are. know. It sounded just. You like think it. they are? I, I think they are. I don't know for certain, but when a couple of the like super iconic voices and like the yeah the stuff at the Kill beginning it. and the end, you go. That's got to be, you know. Well then. So I I doubt I doubt they re-recorded. I bet they just grabbed it from the movie, that's you know, or from the original recording and just used it, you know. Possibly because yeah. Scar sounded just spot on. But like, I mean, if they if I they had enough collaboration to have their artists actually work on it, sure, it's sure. not a huge thing to to bring in your actors and you know have them do a little voice work. My point being that th there's not any additional dialogue. Like, there, there's not anything that's not in the movie. Right. Yeah, no, I which, think that's true. Which I greatly respect. You didn't have to do anything different. You just mm -hmm. had to, you just had to give, a, like, create a game in honor of the movie. And I think they did that so, so well. Yeah. I, I did I did read a rumor though and I I bet it's true that Disney instructed developers to make this game hard enough that it couldn't be beaten in a rental period therefore players would then have to buy the game uh it, that happened to me I just certainly didn't beat this game when I rented I rented no. all the games and interesting I've I never that. thought about that as a uh, like as a as a tactic but when you think about the difficulty of this game versus like the the target demographic it's a tough one yeah, and also if that is true, that rumor, uh, bravo to the developers for still making sure. the game balanced enough that it's not ridiculous and not right. fun. Like, yeah, that's beatable crazy. and fun, but not just punishing. Yeah, absolutely. So good. Some of our viewers contacted us this week and gave us their very own input, feedback, commentary over the game The Lion King. Dallas emailed us at ngppodcast at gmail.com. He said, to me, it is by far one of the best Disney video games on the movie. I love how you start with Simba as a little lion cub and end up growing up and facing scar in the end yeah it might be a little difficult in the areas but i had a lot of fun learning the controls and grinding out this game when i was young and once you get a hang of it i don't think it's that difficult i absolutely loved the music not sure if i really need to expound on that because i have a feeling that will be the consensus i enjoyed the challenges that every level had but the level that i probably enjoyed the most was the stampede we didn't even oh, talk about that oh That's yeah so that well is done. such a great i do you remember this being one of the levels that gave me the most fits growing up, but I have grown to love it. I definitely think that this game has great replay value and has aged well. I hope you all enjoyed this game as much as I did, and I have my fingers crossed that it is labeled New Game Plus Certified. Bring on the next game. Well, Dallas, you're in luck. We agree with you. That stampede level, though, is the fear in Simba's face. It, it's so good. Ugh. Eric sent us a message on Facebook. He said, 
So after listening to your recent podcast and hearing the excitement in your voices over the game selection for the week, I found myself looking forward to giving Lion King a go. I played the SNES version. At first glance, it looked nice. It reminded me a little bit of the Aladdin game that I loved for the Genesis. I gave it a solid 30 minutes of playing time and might have given it more, but honestly, I just could not get into it. I must be the worst player at timing jumps, and this game absolutely <laughs> highlights my deficiency. So needless to say, I didn't get very far into the game. Perhaps I shortchanged this title, but since there was no nostalgia tying me to this game, it was an easy breakup. Hmm. I I totally agree on it reminding me of Aladdin. Yeah, you said something about that. I wonder if, and it's on our retro master list, I believe, but I wonder if Aladdin also had that full support of Disney. I, I wouldn't doubt it because that was another pretty iconic game. Yeah, yeah, that one was popular. I maybe we'll see i think it's on our list i mean hopefully we don't play it this next week because that'd be three <laughs> movie games in a row but i I'm, I'm ready to play that one because i also love that game yeah uh sure. but that is an interesting uh perspective on it that he sure. had because like um you know a lot of us do have ties to the movie and so it's a instant of course i'm gonna love this game or i'm gonna play this game so uh that just goes to show you not everyone's gonna think it's great Stu Balls said that game was the balls and hard as nails. (laughs) The level that always sticks in my mind was the one based around I'm going to be a mighty king. It was well good. Yes, yes it was. Agreed, and that was level two, the one that we discussed in depth, right? Yeah, the the animal kingdom stage where you write everything. Yeah. Holden emailed us at ngppodcast at gmail.com and he said, The game The Lion King was a blast to me. I had honestly never played this game before, but from the moment I picked it up, it was an instant classic. The game was difficult at times, but only enough to be challenging. However, my hat is off to whomever was able to beat the game without save states. Well, that's you, well, Dustin. Thank you, Holden. I will take your hat. Is that how it goes? Yeah, you <laughs> just take it off his head, head nerd. <laughs> just... No, he took it off. So I take it out of his hand. Well, that's fair. It's an exchange. And then finally, Serenity wrote us and said, press B-A-R-R-Y, so that's Barry, on the menu screen. Cheats, yo. All the cheats. I'm skeptical. What does that do? We've got to go try that right now. Yeah, what does that do? I don't know, but I promise you that I'm going to find out. She's going to make us delete our system 32 files. <laughs> <laughs> Serenity, I'm on to you. It's a really, it's, really elaborate hack. We will report back next week and let you know if B-A-R-R-Y on the menu screen of The Lion King does anything. I, I do know there are cheats. I didn't know what they were or how to mess with them, but just I came across that anecdotally, and so I, I'm certain that it probably does. It is time to anecdotally select our next game for our retro master list. And so I'm going to click the randomize button and we'll spin for the win. Our next New Game Plus game that we'll be playing for the next seven days is entitled Mario Kart 64. Nice. Classic, classic. We got lucky. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. We need to play together if possible. I don't know how, but maybe there's a way. So rev up your engines and throw your blue shell and let's play some Mario Kart 64. No, blue shells are banned. 
Huge thanks to all of you that have listened this long, this far into this particular episode. That means you actually like us and you care about what we're doing. So we really, really appreciate that. Whatever you are listening to us on right now, click the subscribe button if you have not yet. Make sure to rate and review us. That would help us tremendously and other people would be able to find out about us. Guys, anything before we sign off? Play Mario Kart with us and let us and share with us your frustrations because you're going to have some. Kenny? I got nothing. All right. I'm going to be a mighty king, so enemies beware. Until then, I'm still Dustin. (laughs) I'm still laughing at all of your terrible things. I'm Nolan. And this has been new game plus plus plus.